0: Blob Talk Radio
1: Welcome to Aetherius Radio Live, the hour of truth
0: with Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaine Hello,
2: everyone, and welcome to Aetherius Radio Live on Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, brought to you on the third Tuesday monthly from 1 to 2 p.m. Ethereus Radio Live is hosted by the wonderful Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze. They always have an amazing show prepared with wonderful topics such as karma, UFOs, the Mother Earth, the New World, the Next Master, and more. They invite you to discover the cosmic message for this age revealed through legendary Master of Yoga and world-renowned medium Dr. George King between 1954 and 1997. So without further ado, I give you your hosts Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze. Thank you, Courtney. Good, good
1: Thank day you, to everybody. Courtney. Hi there,
0: Richard. Yes, well, I
1: think... Hi, Chris. I think what we should do is wish all our listeners a very, very happy Christmas, don't you?
0: Absolutely. Happy Christmas to everybody. And on that note, Richard, um, before we start the show, I wondered if you'd mind if I just um, brought up the fact that you've just released um, a CD. And um, I was listening to it, and I think uh, this would be a fantastic Christmas gift. It's called Rise, uh, Peace Meditations with Music. And it's really, really beautiful music. Um, It's you, of course, speaking, as you know. And uh, Kevin Kendall, who... I I realize I have quite a few of his uh, music CDs because he really is a a wonderful musician from the UK, and he Mm -hmm. performs this wonderful, high-quality kind of new age music, and I I think it's just it's very kind of a rejuvenating um, CD. So it's like a a wonderful gift for someone going through into the new year, uh, one that they can use to really inspire themselves to revitalize themselves rather than just another gift that they you know just get and they take no more notice of so just for a relatively few dollars I think it's about twelve dollars or something like this you can really change someone's life with this so I I was thinking that would be the absolutely ideal gift for and I I can let people know where you can get it actually if you
1: oh uh, thank you Chrissy yeah
0: you can get it from um i think you can get it from amazon right amazon
1: yes. or amazon, yes, it's Co, on amazon. UK.
0: and i noticed it was on your website richard richard Lawrence. It is. Co. Yep. UK. and i believe also the Ethereum society's website aetherius.org. true uh, .org. and um so please do yourself a favor and... Uh, yes, it's on various
1: is- things that I don't really understand, such as Spotify and you know <laughs> various <laughs> sort of things that people could do. Of course, it's a download as well as a CD. But it, as far as I'm concerned, it was a real privilege. It wasn't actually my idea. It was the idea of uh, our, our team here and uh, particularly one, Sasha Brazili here uh, that we really do need one because we're getting lots of requests for... You know, a, a meditation CD, yes, um, yeah. which which starts at quite a basic level, I must say, and then moves through to more advanced levels as it progresses. And um, I then Alison, who's been on the show with you, of course, Chrissy. Uh, everyone knows. Yeah. I think she's my wife. Uh, she knows Kevin of old. They they're old friends, and she's a massive fan of Kevin's music, and says you must do this with Kevin. Well, I wasn't sure whether Kevin would want to do this or not, but uh, indeed he did. As a matter of fact, he um, is very familiar with the Aetherius Society. He has some of our books. He's listened to some of the transmissions, including the Twelve Blessings and so on. And he really wanted to do it. And we were both exactly on the same page. I mean, the way it worked was I couldn't have predicted, really, uh, because both of us there's lots of cds out there which are just about finding peace and, and and relieving stress and you know and getting stillness and all of which is essential but as far as i'm concerned it's not enough as far as kevin's concerned it's not enough because you as well as that as well as being still you need to raise your consciousness as well to find real peace and the further you raise it the higher level of peace you'll find until eventually, when, when we experience enlightenment, we find true peace. And so that's the concept of rise, uh, along with. Lead. I'm sorry. No, you go on, please.
0: I was saying it's a great lead-in to this show, actually, isn't it? Uh, didn't realise that. As it that turns out,
1: it is. <laughs> yes, I only thought of it sort of half an hour ago when we were chatting, and. Uh, Yes, it's very it's very relevant to this show indeed, and of course, um, rise also. The other thing with that is it's the key word often used in transmissions from Jupiter, which we talked about earlier this year, and of course that is the planet of music among other things. So it fitted so well, and Mm. it just seemed to take a life of its own. Kevin, you know, each each track on it, Kevin and I discussed. He had the full concept. Then he went away and wrote the music, and then i I put the words to it and then when we recorded it together, it was i mean I think there was only one track that needed two takes. I'd rehearsed it very intensively wow. with his music um and so it it it's it sounds as though the music was written around the words, but it was actually written around the concept, and then the words were placed into it. So yeah, I I'm I, thanks for mentioning that, Chrissy. And I I believe you've got an event um, coming up, haven't you? Soon.
0: Oh yeah, tomorrow. It just came up. It's um, a local mm. TV show, metaphysical TV show, which has been going for over twenty years in this area in the Grosse Pointe, mm. Michigan area, and it's called Out of the Ordinary into the Extraordinary. And so, mm-hmm. if anyone lives in the Grosse Pointe area, that's tomorrow, Wednesday, at uh, one p.m. And it's a show with Robert Taylor. And we're uh, mm. going to be talking about the nine freedoms uh, wow. primarily. But there could be Great. other things too.
1: <laughs> Does that, is that something that you can pick up um, generally? Or is it just in that area you can pick it up? Or
0: it's just or is it in on that area actually. It's a right. local cable Great. show, yeah. Um, oh, but fantastic. another thing about your, your CD, I just wanted to say to people, they probably don't realize about you, Richard, Because there's another string to your many, you know, many strings to your bow. But this one is that also Richard is a renowned meditation expert, and he's appeared uh, frequently on TV, radio, internationally, featured in numerous magazines. And in fact, he's been described by a very, very prominent kindred spirit magazine. And I noticed Richard actually, that was uh, being sold in a local uh, store. You know, you're embarrassing me,
1: Chrissy, don't you? You do realize that.
0: But it's one of the biggest talents in mind-body-spirit field and something that uh, Richard never, of course, mentions. And since we're promoting his CD, I think it's important that people are aware of that.
1: Well, thank you. But but moving on from that, though, um, I've got an interesting little tidbit of news that uh, was in the press over here uh, a couple of weeks ago since our last program. They've unearthed, forgive the, the, the pun there, the first... Um, UFO sighting that was recorded in the press in this country mm-hmm. it's not as they, some people are claiming the first recorded sighting far from it i mean uh, we know that they go through history and indeed many would say in, in the medieval monasteries there are records of monks and so on seeing sightings uh in this that's i think they mean in this country but anyway it took place in 1801 over hull of course i know hull very very well Uh, I I actually had a sighting there myself um, when I was a student at Hull University along with my great friend John Holder and we saw it together. But this one, just to read a bit, this is from the Sunday Express over here. Earth's first... They're wrong on this, but they say, Earth's first visit by aliens occurred in 1801 in Hull. Astonishing research suggests a huge moon-like orb appeared over the city bathing the streets in a strange blue light and baffling residents. I don't know how many residents uh-huh. there were in 1800. I, I would think 30,000 max, I should think. The UFO uh-huh. sighting is backed up by newspaper reports from July 1801. They were unearthed by Hull historian uh-huh. author Mike uh-huh. Cavell and so on. Uh, Mr. Cavell trawled newspaper archives from the early 1800s and was astonished when he found that the phenomenon occurred on Ju- June the 19th, 1801, in his home city. Uh-huh. The time Hull was home to here we are, a little more than twenty seven thousand people, and was only just establishing itself as a port, the first dock having been built twenty three years previously. It was about midnight midnight, interestingly, on a Friday, when eyewitnesses uh-huh. saw, quotes, an immense moon with a black bar across it, quotes, loom uh-huh. over the Humber estuary. The Northampton Mercury reported it seemed then to form itself into seven Small distinct moons of globes of fire, which disappeared for the space of a few seconds. Its reappearance was equally brilliant, at first showing itself like the face of the moon, afterwards in five circular balls, and lastly like several small stars which gradually faded away, leaving the whole atmosphere brilliantly illuminated. The Chester Chronicle observed. During the time of it being visible... These are all towns, for those who aren't familiar with England. Northampton's still a big city. Uh, Chester, another one. The Chester Chronicle. During the time of it being visible, a faint blue light fell upon the surrounding objects like that of distant torches. And when entirely gone, the appearance was serene, like a fine summer's morning. I wish they did reports like this in the modern press.
0: Yes, yeah. They could yeah, learn beautiful. from these
1: people. Mr. Cavell visited the former British Library site at Collindale and so on, and he said, it bathed the entire city in blue light, which must have been terrifying. That's the opinion of Mr. Cavell now, mind you. None of these old reports call it terrifying. Everyone was baffled and trying to figure out what it was. It's the oldest sighting we've managed to track down so far. And so he goes on. Um... He, he added that his only disappointment was that there were no sketches of what happened. I think that's that's quite familiar because I remember the time when there mm-hmm. used to be people disappointed there weren't photographs and so on. Now, of course, there's lots of uh, video and footage of of UFOs um, that people show. But very and one thing I thought that was interesting about that, Chrissy, is that 1801 um Mm. the mp for hull or actually for yorkshire which included hull but a resident of hull was of course william wilberforce Mm. uh, and that was six years before the abolition of the slave trade Mm. so whether there's a connection whether it was chosen for that reason he was known you know he was associated with the abolition of the slave trade and that that was the city that they picked um, perhaps not for that's him, of course, but for, for what the cause, maybe. Maybe they inspired the cause. Who knows? Uh-huh. Well, that's very but a interesting. very interesting thing, yeah, yeah. And having had a fantastic sighting in Hull myself, I can... Uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> it's an interesting city. I'll tell, I'll tell you who comes from Hull while we're talking about... We're way off our subject here, but <laughs> while we're chatting is a man called... I, and I might have his name wrong. I think it's Atkinson, possibly William Atkinson. Who wrote the books in the in the name of Yogi Ramacharaka?
0: That's right. Yeah, fantastic. You know that
1: Yogi Ram, yeah. yeah, he came mm-hmm. from Hull. Yes,
0: apparently. that's right.
1: Anyway, we've now yeah. died. We've now gone way off our subject, which is the angel peace and the goddess love.
0: I know people are dying to know what your most recent sighting in Hull was, but anyway, we can talk <laughs> about that some other time.
1: There's quite a because story attached to that. That yes, was a fantastic can, story. Yeah. Yeah, it so is an very amazing story. Very interesting. Thanks
0: for sharing mm. that. Um, mm.
1: That's
0: uh, amazing. Some quite a long time ago, and still some people are doubtful whether UFOs exist, right? But I think all the Yeah, but not on Ethereum
1: Radio was, Live, and hopefully no, not, not the here. listeners of Aetherius Radio Live. Exactly. And you, yeah. you're hearing. We like to keep a little interesting news items popping up as well. Um, Yes, so the, the the title of today's broadcast, The Angel, Peace and the Goddess Love, I think is very, very topical. Um, and, and In fact, it's very topical today as we speak because there's been an incident, according to the news we have here, I think schools have been closed today in, in Los Angeles area somewhere. I think it's in L.A. Mm. I don't know if well, you've heard this news, Chrissy. It's all over mm, your yes, TV, I imagine. Um, there's the, the fear of a terrorist attack, am I right?
0: Yes, yeah, that's, that's what I heard, yeah
1: yeah and the answer of course they you know we we had a big debate over here should 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 we engage in airstrikes america is engaging in airstrikes now britain is and it brought me back and reminded me of uh our organizer of the the new zealand branch who came up i thought with a rather brilliant little quote in, in during the iraq war years ago and he said prayer strikes not airstrikes that was frank mcmanus who came up with that yeah. Is great. and uh, it's very I think very fitting and I think uh, actually I've got rather a good um, well not, uh, not rather a good an outstanding uh, quote here from the Master Ethereus which I think is relevant to this and he says this supposing that even the people of one country any country upon the surface of terror which of course is earth say America were to try the spiritual path correctly in all honesty, what would happen to that country? I will tell you upon the best possible authority. That country would shine in the world like a star shines in your black skies of night. Country would be impregnable. Its walls would be strong and everlasting. It would not need to defend itself with arms. It would be defended by a greater power than all these transient things. So I think that's a fantastic (laughs) quote and a very precise one by the Master Therius. I mean, he does say this, just to repeat, were to try the spiritual path correctly in all honesty. And Mm. so if the people of a nation did that, that would do it. You wouldn't need airstrikes. You wouldn't need an army. That country itself would be impregnable. You might, uh, you know, want to engage in, and and that country could be, a, it would change the world, if, if, or if the people of that country. I think even Winston Churchill actually said, you know, if, if we if we all followed the Ten Commandments, we wouldn't need an army, or words to that effect. Really. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think it, I think it answers the question though about which we've talked about before on the Theorist Radio Live about pacifism, which is a big debate over here because we have the leader of one of our political parties in this country at the moment is possibly I don't think he describes himself as a pacifist but he he's often considered to be a pacifist and he's connected with people who are pacifists and you know what is the answer and I think if we are truly on the spiritual path uh, and correctly upon it and honestly upon it as the master theorist puts it we, we our life is much simpler because we have an alternative and that right. is, of course, prayer strikes, to quote Frank. Um, you know, of course, if you aren't doing that, if you're not on the spiritual path and you're not honest about it and you're not doing it correctly, then all the options are on the table. And that, I think, is why pacifism is much deeper. I think we called it enlightened pacif- pacifism when we did our broadcast a year ago, Chrissy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the title. hmm
1: yeah. It does simplify things, though, because, you know, as we know, and as we've said over and over again, and it's relevant to the angel peace and the goddess love, the only answer is spiritual energy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. At the moment, the sort of materialistic answer is always revenge, isn't it? Somebody does something, and yeah. somebody has to... And so there's this kind of a, a loop that never seems to... End because it goes, revenge goes on mm. and on and on, so spirituality yeah. is the only thing that can uh, stop this, can transform this. Yes, um, and it's something and, we've and never it, tried, really. Not it was
1: not, No, no, no. Nation has tried it, um, yeah. and you know, individuals try it. And if those individuals, I mean, if you take Dr. George King as the example, and we do take Dr. George King as the example. Um, of course, he was a uh, conscientious objector in the Second World War, but he was also engaged in prayer. He wasn't just sitting there, um, you know, just not fighting. He engaged in, in 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 the war effort in terms of the fire in the fire service, and and he drove an ambulance at one point and so forth. But he also was a great practitioner of prayer. But I found a very interesting uh, quote from uh, Dr. King Chrissy. Um, which, if I may, I'd like to share with with our listeners from a lecture he gave, not on this topic, but he said this. It's an odd thing that for some strange reason I, for one, seem to be born with the knowledge of prayer. I haven't been taught it at all. I didn't need to be taught it. I knew it. It was just like that to me even when I was a little child. It was an obvious way to transmit energy from one place to another, and i looked at it not in an emotional way but quite coolly and quite scientifically this was a means of transmission i am an electronic instrument capable of number 1 picking up a stream of energy number 2 concentrating it because i have inbuilt capacitors and number 3 directing it by my thought and number 4 so that that number 4 it will go to point b and that's what it is and that was born into him as a child he knew that mm. Um, and after all, he was going then to the Anglican church. He was brought up in, uh, actually his father was a Quaker, but the schools he went to would have been Anglican church dominated, which is much like a lot of other churches at that time anyway. Um, and they didn't know how to pray. It's not like the, the, they understood. They weren't telling their congregations to send energy from point A through them with their hands raised. And and we tend to forget this is, this is a cosmic avatar bringing to earth His knowledge, not being taught it, not finding it in the yogas, he brought this from wherever he came, and he's introduced it. Hence, we do the Twelve Blessings in the way we do. It's not in the Twelve Blessings text, how to pray. This comes from Dr. George King. That's a good point, yeah. No, I mean, the... uh, the, Yeah, you go on, yeah.
0: No, I was going to say, the other day, Richard, um, you were talking about the thin white line, weren't you?
1: Oh, yeah, Um, yes.
0: And I think that's very in, interesting and relevant here because you might be listening to this and think we well, are never going to get a whole country to change, and and mm-hmm. you, this thin white line. If I can just read, I have a quote from Dr. King.
1: Please, please do. And yeah.
0: when he remarked, he spoke at a lecture in Los Angeles in 1959, and he remarked. On advanced beings from other worlds looking at our world and he said they see on the one hand a huge seething mass of intelligence directed towards one end only that end is the preservation of basic materialism as we know it which we see now on the other Mm. hand they see what i call the thin white line now nearly shot to pieces Now with its back against the wall of the few shining lights upon this world, this thin white line lacks one major commodity, energy, if it is succeed in bringing enlightenment and wonderful lasting peace to this earth. Um, So what Mm -hmm. you're saying about prayer, I mean, I think that fits in so well, really. And um, I think it's very encouraging to those people who are engaged in prayer and spiritual work that... You know, our backs may be against the wall, but it doesn't take everybody, actually. It takes, Mm. um, you know, us to realize that we can really change things through this spiritual energy output, through this prayer. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, the Master of Theorists did refer to uh, the language of direct action being introduced on this earth. And that is, I think, an expression of it, dynamic prayer because right. in the old teachings you know they would be encouraged to find enlightenment and they knew that that enlightenment that they found would be reflected upon others and it would benefit others but it would be indirect if you like right today you know so so in other words then when you're enlightened you can then really make an impact on others now It's changed. Now it's a language of direct action. Whether you're ready or not, you start. The change in yourself comes about by doing it, rather Mm, than, you know, to to come up with the Gandhi, uh, what's the Gandhi quote? I'll probably get it wrong, but become the change that you want to see in the world, I think. And that is a great quote, but it's not, it's strangely a bit of an old age quote in a way, uh, depending how you interpret it, because it's about you changing, you becoming the change you want to see. But the the approach that Dr. King taught was, you know, whether you're ready or not, go out and start bringing change to the world, to others, and that process will bring change within yourself. It's like the it's the same thing, but the emphasis has changed.
0: Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And I think dynamic prayer is, is the absolute expression of it and, and the points you've raised and the radiation um, of love, love energy, which is what you do when you pray, if you do it properly.
0: Absolutely, yes. So well, we we that. should
1: probably, Chrissy, turn to the text from which this wonderful quote, very good we thought for Christmas, um and of course we've got our christmas services coming up uh, in all over the world the Ethereum society this coming sunday whichever area you happen to be in um as well as that of course there is an online service for those who can't get to one of these or as well as coming to one of these but priority if you can come to one of these christmas services i think mo- nearly all of them if not all of them at 11 a.m depending where you are um and that's of course this sunday the 20th um and that will be focused on the true essence of what Christmas should be. And I think the angel peace and the goddess love really does sum it up so so wonderfully. And these are the words, the wonderful words of the Master Jesus. And they come after the third blessing. Are you going to read those for us, Chrissy, paragraph by paragraph? Do you have oh, those or okay. shall I do it?
0: I have it, Would yes, you do it? It's my pleasure. Oh, we'll, yes, absolutely. Great, Thank okay,
1: you. so... He, on page twenty-four, for the listeners who have a copy handy, in this Jesus. edition, anyway.
0: Right, in my edition There's an older
1: edition. Yeah.
0: Mm. Oh, adorable children, right. be at peace. Let the light of God flow through your hearts and minds, and you will be at peace.
1: That's that's you see that's very interesting. I think, Chrissy, just that little statement there. Let the light of God flow through your hearts and minds, and you will be at peace. And in fact, it's um, something we were talking about earlier, really, that being at peace isn't just about being still. It's also about allowing the light of God to flow through your heart and your mind, your consciousness. Because if you were just still and you didn't raise your consciousness at all, then you know all the thoughts and emotions that happened to be there would all well up. So you might be sitting very still, but the only way you have to also transmute... The basic thoughts and emotions, in order to find true peace, and uh, that's done through the light of God.
0: Yes, wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> I'll continue, <laughs> shall I? Sure. Let not ugly ambition raise its greedy head before you, whispering terrible promise into your brain. Yes. Something. Did you want to
1: comment on that at all, Chrissy? Not that not that you do it, but did you want to comment on <laughs>
0: yeah, that, um, um,
1: that brilliant oh, I insight?
0: Think as you say, things well up, and this is one thing that can really stand in the way yes. of us finding this peace um, mm-hmm. when we have these... And the Master Jesus calls it ugly ambition. Of course, there's spiritual exactly. ambition, which is a, a different thing, but
1: ugly Indeed. ambition,
0: one, I suppose, associates with an ambition that is purely materialistic. You know, one that is purely selfish, um, mm-hmm. that many people, not many, but well, a lot of people actually seem to dedicate their lives to this kind of selfish ambition that they want to achieve. And when we're seeking peace, these, this, as you say, Richard, it, these things can well up from within us to raise mm-hmm. this greedy head. Isn't that wonderful? Wonderful words It is. It's a wonderful.
1: The, the, the poetry in the Twelve Blessings is something we should do a program on, at least one program on sometime, yeah. Chrissy. Just the wording, the use of words in the yeah. Twelve Blessings. Um, it's whispering something the Master of the King mm. comment on. Yes, whispering terrible. And it's true. I mean, you know, we've all had selfish desires, and we, I'm sure we've all at times tried to follow them wrongly, but I'm sure right. we've done it. And when one does, one isn't at peace, strangely. Um it it one is uh, restless, one is um you know, it it isn't it isn't a good feeling. Uh it's the it's mm. strange it's the detachment from selfish desire that brings peace.
0: Yes, yeah. And the next part, let not the four headed monster possession, breathe its hot breath upon your hearts, but be at peace.
1: Exactly. And it's strange, isn't it? Possession, uh, from which comes jealousy, of course. These things yes. are, are the opposite, to peaceful. They're, they're not right. um, enjoyable, even. <laughs> they're, we, they're, they're self-imposed limitations, and I'm sure, again, we've experienced them in one way or another. I mean, I must tell you, Chrissy, I've got, I've got a good friend, but um, she, this particular friend is very wealthy because of her husband, and I'm not going to give any clues as to who she is, just because she is n- a known person. But she um, is, is really unaware of, um, I think, what it's like, what most people, how they live, because she doesn't think she's rich. I mean, uh, they're at least mm. multimillionaires, at the very, very least. Um possibly you know much more than that well they 're definitely more than that because their properties alone are worth tens of millions um, yeah. but yeah. Uh, but the strange thing is you know shes I got a letter from her recently being Christmas and so on, and she 's very stressed out, and what has stressed her out are all the improvements which are doing, being done to her various properties, and this is a source of great stress to both her and her husband. It needed, causing them to have to move into for a period of time a five star hotel to try and cope with this terrible stress. And oh, what dear. it shows, you know, <laughs> but what it shows is exactly this: it's a four headed monster, and it's a hot breath, and it does not bring peace at all.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: and and, and it's and it's well documented, isn't it? The very super rich who who are, are miserable the poor little rich kid and all this sort of thing. Um, Okay, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's it's also miserable being very poor,
0: for sure, in
1: a different way. And it's a very unfair distribution of wealth. One thing the Master Jesus actually commented on in one of his transmissions is the unfair distribution of wealth on this planet, which is getting worse. The differences are getting worse. And more is is now owned materially, or appears to be owned anyway, uh, by less people. But all the whole materialistic bundle is not a source of peace, and and the Master Jesus puts Mm -hmm. it in a wonderful way here: the four-headed monster. I'm sure there's some metaphysics to that four-headed monster as well. One could contemplate on.
0: Yes, I was wondering about that. Wondered if you had any thoughts on that, but I've got opinions
1: on it. Well, I Mm -hmm. do. I have opinions on it, um, but Mm. they can't be taken as fact. That it's linked to the basic four elements, the basic four mystical elements, as you know, there are five uh, mystical yeah. elements, really, um, earth, fire, air, water, and ether. And the materialist doesn't believe in the fifth element, only believes in the four. And so they they each in their own, with when they're devoid of the fifth element, the spiritual element, if you like, the mystic element, if you like, uh, each one of them Uh, becomes a source of limitation. And and so I do think it's linked to that. The the manifestation, the basic manifestation of these four materialistic elements without the transmuting spiritual element of ether. I think one could could take that as a lead in any way, if one was to contemplate this meaning.
0: That's very interesting, thank you. But
1: that's just my opinions that Mm. I give there. I want to stress that.
0: It's amazing how the Mm -hmm. Master Jesus can virtually take the the main problems with a purely materialistic approach to life and mm-hmm. sort of ec- explain them in two lines in such a graphically exactly. poetic way that we exactly. can sort of visualize it and see it and understand it. I mean, yes. it's incredible. But that is yeah. the Twelve Blessings. I mean,
1: It certainly is. Really. <laughs> and I'm a little concerned here that we're halfway through and it's, oh, yes. we should be letting Courtney um, speak.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> That seems like a good idea. So should we take a break now? uh...
1: Let's take a break. Mm -hmm.
0: Thank you,
2: guys. You're listening to Aetherius Radio Live with hosts Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze. And today's topic, Angel Peace, Goddess Love. Upcoming events include in London uh, on Sunday, December 20th, there will be a Mystic Christmas service at 11 a.m. And here in Michigan on Sunday, December 20th, there will be a Christmas carol service at 11 a.m. To learn more about upcoming events and to connect with the Ethereum Society, please visit their website at www.etherius.org. And to connect with your hosts, please visit their websites, www.richardlawrence.co.uk and com. And now I return you to your hosts, Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze. Thank
0: you, Thank Courtney. Thank you,
1: Courtney. Chrissy, you're going to be in full voice on Sunday then. Are you singing a solo <laughs> carol, I hope?
0: Oh, not me.
1: <laughs> not no, you. No, I've no. heard you sing. <laughs> no. You might do a song for our listeners at some point.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> No? no. All right. I'll be blending well, perhaps... with the uh the <laughs> Michigan Branch choir which, you know, could wow. be, could could do with more practice, let's put it that way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, perhaps you could read on anyway now, because the next yes, bit is you. absolutely beautiful.
0: Beautiful. Walk ye into peace. Request it gently for it falleth even as the gentle rain from heaven. Let it flow. Offer to this wondrous power no resistance, but let it flow through you all now.
1: I think that's beautiful in so many ways. And the Master Jesus then takes peace onto another level, because he's talking about peace not as a state of mind or a state of being alone, but as a thing, as something that flows, an energy, Mm -hmm. a power. He calls it a wondrous power. Uh, request it gently for it falleth even as a gentle rain from heaven let it flow so it's something from outside of us uh, which enters into us and again it's a, it's a consciousness raiser, a consciousness changer that we we need But but there's a key bit here offer to this wondrous power no resistance I think this is where a lot of us go wrong the energy of peace is there. You can walk. You can, you can take part in a spiritual practice. You can enter a spiritual building. Uh, you, know, be, you can immerse yourself in, in wonderful vibrations of certain types of music or whatever it might be, uh, color, smell, perfumes, whatever. But do we let them flow through us? And we're told here, let it flow through you all. It's not just a matter of tapping the power. We must let it flow through us and offer no resistance to it.
0: Yes, wonderful. Mm. Thank you, Richard. And the next part, every cell of your body will rejoice. Every part of you will be happy neath this light.
1: Yeah, that's an experience. I mean, I suppose we've all had different experiences and none of us, I certainly haven't reached, you know, the elevated states that uh, great masters and so on have attained far from it. Uh, But I've had a tiny glimpse, and the first time I had a glimpse of this concept, every cell of your body will rejoice, every part of you will be happy neath this light, it was as though there were parts of my being that I didn't know existed that were at peace. And strange enough, when it first happened to me, I'll never forget the first time it happened to me, it worried me, instead of being, oh, this is great. So I suppose that worry was a resistance coming from a part of my mind that wasn't used to it. I thought, my God... What is this? I mean, will this end? How will I know when it's? Going? And it went on for hours, actually. And I really and I I was almost worried by it, as opposed to just accepting it and, and going with that flow. And I'm not making anything of this. It's nothing, no great shakes or anything like that. But it is. It. it you know, I realize it's something we've got to allow to happen, and not not offer it resistance again.
0: Did you find that during the course of the few hours that you did start to kind of accept it and things you know or
1: i mean yes. how did, i did you I, I no no I don't i mean i i I kind of and this is i do want to stress this is no big deal, I'm not claiming anything at all, but I did um accept it i I did, but I was in the back of my mind worried about whether it would ever stop and how I would function. Hmm. Right. right. <laughs> so, and Interesting. Um, I'd been away actually this could be relevant to it on this particular occasion I'd been away and had a bit of a break so I was physically relaxed and re- and then I'd come back uh, to my life here you know in the Ethereum Society and I knew right. I'd come back to that and there was a great peace overwhelmed me sort of unexpectedly mm.
0: ah. and
1: uh, you know I went to bed with it I woke up the next morning and sure enough it did pass Although one would want... to, And I'm sort of more aware of it now. When I can have it now slightly or starting to happen is when I am um, starting to get a communication from a, a higher realm than I've been able to do in the past. And I actually on my website, for those who are interested, I've put in a couple of, uh, I think, fantastic communications uh, oh, which wow. I've received from... Um, members of the aetherius society actually on higher realms but these communicators are higher than i'm used to and what i found in both cases um various things but one of them was that i started to sort of as it were want to bliss out when i started to gain rapport with them and I realise there's no good doing that because I didn't, you know, I didn't want to concentrate on the message at hand. I just wanted to go, whoa, this is, you know, <laughs> just enjoy the moment, you know, and that's no good. So I got a tiny, tiny little glimpse, uh, nothing to, no comparison, let me stress, of what it must have been like for the master, our master, Dr. George King, who entered samadhi hundreds of times. Uh, for much more advanced intelligences than I'm talking about, in a much, much more advanced state than I'm talking about, but nevertheless sort of forewent the bliss of it completely to focus his mind on bringing Mm -hmm. a transmission to earth. Every time he did it, he made a gigantic sacrifice. It was a true act of service, yeah. Um, But anyway, these these messages, the other thing I found, they, they took me longer to get than I would. Like, you know, some of the poems, for example, that have been published in God's Guides and Guardian Angels could come really quickly, like three minutes. One came, I don't think that's in the book, but, you know, it's a matter of minutes, and then you look at them afterwards, and they rhymed, and they scanned, and, you know, wow. Uh, and it was all very quick, but the communicators weren't, they were really wonderful people, but they weren't on, and I'm sure they'd be the first to say, they weren't nearly as elevated as these two, who are connected right. to the Ethereum Society um Mm. so i mean i've I've got diverted from your question but it's linked in the sense that you know i've sort of thought well you know this peace, this wonderful bliss it is something that gradually we can start to control but i'm sure i'm at a very lowly level when one gets to a higher level Mm. it must get more and more difficult to control
0: (laughs) well thank you for sharing that which is very very interesting Mm. indeed
1: well i invite listeners if they're interested to have a look and the channeling section of my website.
0: Absolutely. And um, is the the latest um, uh, message that you mentioned to me about a week ago, is that one up on your site? Yes, that that one.
1: There's only two of them, actually. One's from uh, somebody who who calls himself Father John, I think very humbly myself. Uh, That's been up there a little while. And the other one I only got last week. And... um, I've just given a name to the person. He wasn't keep interested in giving his name uh, as a communications officer because <laughs> he seems to be talking right. on behalf of others as well as himself.
0: That's such an empowering, that's such an inspiring message. I must take a look at that as soon as we're it, finished with the show. It took me
1: by surprise, I must say, yes.
0: Thank you, Richard. So I'll continue. Shall I finish please. the transmission?
1: Yes, please do. Please do.
0: Four dear friends. Adorable children first cometh the angel peace to make way for the goddess love. Open up the door, let peace enter in, then will come the other in splendor to live forever within your soul. Oh, so beautiful.
1: I don't know what one can really say about that, except that um it's also as well as being a beautiful, beautiful uh teaching it's also a specific um i say i don't know if instruction is the word but it's a a key to prayer actually but you know first cometh the angel peace to make way for the goddess love is telling us that before we start praying and radiating love we should be in a peaceful state to be able to channel that energy so if you like a technical point as well as a a beautiful point and um you know after all you know if we if we are uh, and uh, no one would do this, I'm sure. But in a bad mood and annoyed, and then just started praying and stayed in that bad mood and was annoyed. Then some of that energy would discolor the quality of the prayer. The more, uh, the more of uh, we Boy, embrace well, the master, Jesus calls the angel peace, and then uh, making way for the goddess love and sending out love energy. The, the, the more we'll send out peaceful energy, of course, to the world and its peace. That we want
0: and it's wonderful um when it ends with to live forever within your soul then will come the other in splendor mm. not just to live for that moment but to live forever Mm -hmm. within your soul once you've done that i mean
1: because you've opened up the door yes Mm. yes true very true Uh, open up the door let peace enter in then will come the other in splendor to live forever within and it's it's almost saying too, or maybe I'm reading something into it, that peace on its own isn't enough. It's a mm. precursor to something else which is even greater than peace.
0: Seems seems to and be, doesn't it? Seems to be.
1: It's a bit like it reminds me in some way of our um our motto, the Ethereum Society motto from the nine freedoms, of course, service is the jewel in the rock of attainment you know and you know one there are lots of kinds of attainment and one can attain you know great sporting prowess great achievements in industry great whatever but the only bit of that attainment fame whatever you want to say but the only thing that will really be the jewel is the service part of it Hmm. and that's what really makes it and, and it's different from this but in the same way you find peace but not for peace's sake as it were but to make way for something even greater Love, yes, because yes. love is 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 radiated to others and not just yourself.
0: Yes, very good point. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Well, I I have a theory, Chrissy, which um, you know I've I've discussed with you before, and um, I I just put out as my theory to listeners of etherist Radio Live that um and I, well I, this this bit of it isn't my theory. There must be a very carefully devised plan behind the transmissions that that our master, Dr. George King, took. And, of course, the two core teachings that we put at the forefront, really, are the Nine Freedoms and the Twelve Blessings, Um, the the, uh, the Twelve Blessings also being a practice, of course and we've talked about both of them in depth on Aetherius Radio Live, and the one can hear about them through the Aetherius Society website and, and, and anywhere, where, really, where the Aetherius Society goes. You're speaking about the nine freedoms tomorrow. And right. I, there must be, so this is, can't be just my opinion, there must be a very deliberate plan. I'm looking at the theory, and it's only a theory of mine, uh, maybe others too, I don't know, that all this was arranged by the Master Aetherius, um and that he arranged and very carefully selected these two communicators for a, probably a whole variety of reasons that that i couldn't we couldn't possibly appreciate to deliver them and in doing so there is a perfect balance between these two teachings and i think there is you know the twelve blessings uh... F- emphasizes because of the master jesus certain things more and the nine freedoms emphasizes certain other things of course they are different in terms of what they cover they don't contradict each other in any sense of course because they are all part of the same truth but they emphasize different things for example peace is emphasized much more uh, in in the the 12 blessings than it is in the nine freedoms but so also is sacrifice Right. So where in the in, in the Twelve Blessings, as you learn about the greater, more advanced beings, you also learn about the immense sacrifice they are making. And there are parts of the Twelve Blessings that are truly sad, even tragic, actually, um, as well as these wonderful extracts we've just been giving about peace and the wonder of peace and joy and rejoicing and so on. So there's a tremendous balance within each teaching. The Nine Freedoms, on the other hand, projects as far as I can see it anyway, um, you know, greater and greater wonder as you progress through the various stages. It doesn't focus so much on sacrifice, although it's there, for sure. It is there. Um, and uh, But even that is put in a, as it were, in a positive way, that if you limit yourself, you have great freedom. Um, and it doesn't focus so much on peace. But when it comes to love, Uh, which we're talking about in this program, I think there's a wonderful balance between what we've just been discussing in the third blessing by the Master Jesus and the second freedom, which is also about love, uh, where the Master, the karmic Lord, Mars Sector 6, says almost, apparently anyway, the opposite, not the opposite contradicting, because in all, all great truth there is a paradox. So to any great, great truth, you could say the opposite, and that would also be true. And so, in the if I take an extract here, for example, from the second freedom as delivered by Mars Sector Six, we have this. Let me—I'll just read. Or do you have it in front of you, Chrissy? Because you—you are our yeah. our reader. Okay. Well, you know, if you're on the second page of the page 35 in in this copy, um, it starts. Love is a natural energy. We could could you read that section for us, please?
0: Yes, to to down to a state of whole being.
1: Um, where was? Uh, yes, that's great. Yes, yes. that'll yes. be fine. Yeah.
0: Love is a natural energy, all pervasive, greater than mind. So therefore, it can be contacted, and brought into active manifestation by all terrestrials. Love is the transmuter of war. It is the creator of peace, love yes, if we could as stop love. there
1: could we can we just sorry, sorry. Yes, could we pause absolutely. no no, in that statement there, love is the transmuter of war, it is the creator of peace, so in mm-hmm. this teaching, you have love coming first and peace following from it.
0: oh, interesting, this yeah, is,
1: you mm-hmm. see, and whereas in the third blessing, you have the angel peace coming first to make way for the goddess love. And of course they they don't contradict each other because one is talking about the energy in the world and the other is talking yeah. about the energy in the individual, but it's a perfect balance I think it's a perfect example that of the balance between these two teachings
0: and it, yes so you you're, bring, you're bringing you're you're having the experiencing the inner peace and then comes love, and then from that love through prayer, you can create peace in the world sort of. Is that is that the word? It
1: brings peace. Love brings peace, exactly. And of course, how can one radiate the love that will bring peace if one isn't at peace oneself? Because oh, then the love okay. won't be imbued with peace if one isn't at a certain level of peace, anyway.
0: Very interesting. Thank you. I'll continue. Love as such Please. is the healer of disease. Manifestation of the second freedom will bring to terror freedom from want. Freedom from war, freedom from disease, freedom from one's lower self, freedom from hate, freedom from basic emotionalism. The manifestation of this one basic freedom gives, as its prize, all basic freedoms with little exception. How is this manifested? Love is more than a state of mind. It is a state of whole being.
1: So, here again, we have reference to several things, such as freedom from one's lower self, freedom from hate, freedom from basic emotionalism, which would include some of the things that the the Master Jesus mentioned, the greedy, Mm -hmm. ugly ambition, and the the four-headed monster of possession. Uh, And love brings freedom from these things. Uh, And then that, in turn, brings peace. So, love brings peace, peace brings love, and it's 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 a that's a complete it's a, it's just one of the examples if you like of the completeness of these two teachings these two essential teachings i think that by some plan and whether i i could be wide of the mark it's just this is a theory only that it's the master etherius who did this because the master theorist is such a master of humility because you could also add in his own teachings as well but he certainly brought these two great beings or somebody did someone arranged for this and after all, Dr. King was his pupil, which we're going to talk about in our next program, aren't we?
0: Yes, we uh, are. The fact
1: that Dr. King was the star pupil of the Master Etherius, he brought uh, the, or they were brought through his star pupil, and they communicated these, these teachings, which go beyond any other teachings uh, we know of. I, I would, I mean, that sounds very dogmatic, and people have their own views, but. I don't think one can in any way uh, underestimate the greatness of these teachings, which are undoubtedly being studied, not just on this realm, but on the highest realms. The highest realms that are inhabitable are on this earth.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you for that, Richard, and uh, thank you for bringing together these two core teachings of the ethereal Society in that very kind of inspired way, in a way that I'm sure most people wouldn't necessarily have thought of.
1: Well, also, I was hoping, Chrissy, you might, uh, to close our our, uh, last Ethereum Radio Live of this year, lead us, so we practice what we preach, in a prayer um, for world peace. Right. To bring peace and love, the angel peace and the goddess love, into our world.
0: That sounds like a great idea. Well, thank you. I'd love to do that. Thank you. So, um... Let's everybody spend a few moments then, um all the listeners breathing deeply and evenly to find that place of peace within and detaching from the everyday things, and realizing that we're about to use this great energy of love, allow it to flow through us, this great energy from God to flow through us, to bring healing and harmony to our world. And raise the hands in what we call the prayer mudra, with the palms facing outwards, allowing the energy to flow through you, through your heart center and the psychic centers and the palms of each hand. And join together mentally in this prayer for peace. Almighty Creator, O that which is behind and within all life, we ask that we may be channels for your infinite power of peace and love that this may flow through us now to all the richness and diversity of life upon this planet to bring healing, love, and peace to all. May this great power of love flow to all who are hopeless, who need help, to those in the hospitals and in the darkest places to bring healing, to those who need thy inspiration and thy love. May it find them wherever they may be. May it flow in abundance through us at this time. We thank Thee, O God, for this opportunity to help in the great cause of peace and freedom so vital upon our world. May your divine will be done.
1: Thank you, Chrissy. That's beautiful prayer. And I think probably very fitting that we end with the thought we started with from the Master Etherius, actually, if I may just repeat that one more time. And uh, he said this. Come, come now, brothers of earth. I'm reading a little bit more than I did at the beginning. How long will you swallow the materialistic bait? Is it not time that you rose en masse in peace, in peace, and declared it out of foolishness? Let us for once try something we've not tried in the past, and go up the path of spiritual advancement, supposing that even the people of one country, any country upon the surface of Terra Earth, say America, were to try the spiritual path correctly in all honesty, what would happen to that country? I will tell you upon the best possible authority, that country would shine in the world like a star, shines in your black skies of night, that country would be impregnable, its walls would be strong and everlasting, it would not need to defend itself with arms, it would be defended by a greater power than all these transient things.
0: Thank you very much, Richard. That's wonderful transmission, is it not?
1: It is. It is indeed. And thanks to all our listeners who've, who've listened to Atheist Radio Live again this year. Wish you again a happy Christmas, a very happy New Year. Uh, and we'll speak to you in January on the subject of Dr. George King, the star pupil.
0: Yes, and I'd just like to uh, add I, I, my thanks to everybody too and wishing you a, a very Merry Christmas, as we say in the U.S. <laughs> a Merry Christmas mm. and a Happy New Year.
1: Indeed. And also, thanks very much to Courtney and all the team there at Body Mind Radio, dot com.
0: Thank you, Courtney. Thank you, guys. You
2: have been listening to Aetherius Radio Live. Aetherius Radio Live is your cosmic connection. The third Tuesday of each month at one p.m. Eastern Time. For more information on the events mentioned earlier in the show, or to connect with the Aetherius Society please visit their website, ethereus.org. You can connect with Richard Lawrence by visiting his website, richardlawrence.co.uk, and you can connect with Chrissy Blaze by visiting her website, chrissyblaze.com. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy your holiday season and the rest of the month. Until next year, bye-bye.